Welcome to the Parsha Perspective. Each week, we will delve deep in a weekly Torah portion to find a practical and insightful way to enhance your daily life. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Rabbi Shalom Yimini, and each week we'll look into the weekly Torah portion to find practical and insightful ways to enhance your daily life. This week's Parsha Perspective is in loving memory of Edward ben Ephraim, Shlomo ben Edward, and Yerachmiel Daniel ben Gedalia. May their souls be uplifted and may their memories be a blessing. This week's Parsha Perspective is in honor of the Rafua Shalema of Rav Amita ben Shoshana and Shu ben Brita. May they have a complete and speedy recovery. This week's Torah portion is Parsha's Toldes, God's Belief in Us. Our Parsha introduces us to the third and final forefather of the Jewish nation, Yaakov Avinu. His parents, Yitzchak and Rivka, had a similar issue to his grandparents, Avram and Sarah, who were both childless for a while, for a long time. But after 20 years, God finally accepted their prayers and Rivka gave birth to twins, Yaakov and Esav. Even from birth, Yaakov and Esav were extreme opposites. The firstborn, Esav, was naturally red, hairy, and full of energy. On the other hand, Yaakov was small and only managed to emerge from his mother's womb because he grabbed onto his brother's heel. As the Pasuk writes, and afterwards, and afterwards his brother emerged holding onto the heel of Esav. And so they named him Yaakov. As the two grew older, the differences between them became much more evident. Esav was a man of the field, an expert hunter, contrasting Yaakov who was a gentle and modest person. Esav also served idols and married women from Canaan, which bothered his parents greatly. At the same time, Yaakov spent his time studying Torah and developing and creating his relationship with God. At the age of 123 years old, Yitzchak summoned Esav and stated that he wished to bless him. But first he asked him to hunt an animal and prepare a meal so he could eat. Rivka, their mother, overheard this conversation and quickly made some food and told Yaakov to put some of Esav's clothing on to trick his father into giving him the blessings instead of Esav. And Yaakov did as he was instructed. He put on Esav's clothes and took the meal that his mother made and went into his father's tent. When Yitzchak heard someone coming into his tent, he was under the impression that Esav had returned because he was blind. And therefore Yitzchak gave Yaakov the blessings, the brachas, that he intended to give to Esav. And these amazing blessings included the most important one, mastery over his brother. But as soon as Yitzchak finished giving the blessings, Yaakov left his father's presence just as Esav returned from the field. And now Esav entered his father's tent and offered him the food. Yitzchak now realized that he was tricked and informed Esav that he had already given the blessings to Yaakov. And Esav was extremely sad and cried and asked his father, can I have one blessing? And his father gave him a blessing, but not the one that he wanted, mastery over his brother. Esav, now enraged, wanted to kill his younger brother, but their mother Rivka had already sent Yaakov far away to Haran so he can find a wife. However, a question comes to mind. The Torah gives us a clear reason as to why Yaakov was given his specific name. The Pasuk writes, And then his brother emerged, holding on to the heel of his brother Esav. And therefore, by Yikrishma Yaakov, and therefore he was named Yaakov. The root word of Yaakov's name is Ekev in Hebrew, which translates to mean heel. But why was he given a name that implies that he only left his mother's womb because he grabbed onto his brother Esav's heel? Certainly, there could have been a better name for the third and final forefather of the Jewish people. 
Rashi on this Pasuk, Rav Shlomo Yitzchaki, the leading commentary on the Torah, answers this question by explaining that it was common practice at that time. In those days, people would name their child after an identifiable occurrence that happened with the child. For example, his brother named Asaph because he was born hairy like an adult. As the Pasuk writes, The first one emerged red and hairy all over. And therefore, they named him Asaph. Similarly, with their father Yitzchak, his mother Sarah Imenu laughed when she heard that she will have a child at such an old age, and therefore he was named Yitzchak, which is the root word of laughter in Hebrew. And according to this explanation, Yaakov's name is not degrading or humiliating in any way. It was just a common and traditional practice in those days. However, the Sephrono, Rav Ovadia Sephrono, an Italian commentary, gives us a deeper and more profound explanation. He writes that it was actually HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it was God Himself who named Yaakov Avinu. He learns this from the Pasuk that we quoted earlier. And then his brother emerged holding on to Esav's heel. And so therefore he was named Yaakov. But the Pasuk continues. And Yitzchak was 60 years old when his twins were born. But the Pasuk does not tell us that Yitzchak gave Yaakov his name, but it does tell us that Yitzchak was 60 years old at that time. And so therefore the Sephrono, amongst many, many others, learned from here that it was God who actually named Yaakov. Rav Ovadia explains that God gave him that name because his children, his descendants, will forever hold on to God's heel. The Hebrew word for heel is Akev, and the Yud that is before the word Akev in Yaakov's name represents God, and therefore it means God's heel. And Rav Ovadia Sephrono explains that no matter how dire the situation will be, the Jewish people will never stop believing in God. We will never let go or abandon the mission that God has entrusted with Avraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. And this is the responsibility of making God's lofty name known throughout the universe to illuminate the darkness of this world with His holy light. And this lesson is ever more important as we begin the month of Kislev this Friday. For daylight is becoming shorter and the darkness of the night is growing longer. But the holiday of light, Hanukkah, which makes it Kislev the month of light, reminds us that it is in the gloomiest of nights and darkness that light really shines. And in our daily life, when we hit that bump in the road, we must look upwards to God for hope and salvation. For it is His belief in our potential to rise above ourselves that keeps the world existing. In our heritage and history stem from people who never stop believing, who never let go of the understanding that it is our trust in God that affirms His faith in us. There is an immensely powerful quote from Rabbi Lord Jonathan Sachs of Blessed Memory. Behind the ethic of responsibility is the daring idea that more than we have faith in God, God has faith in us. Have a great weekend and good Shabbos. Thank you for tuning in to The Parsha Perspective. Check out our website, theparshaperspective.com. Send thoughts and comments to theparshaperspective at gmail.com. Till next time, thanks for listening.